Welcome back to the No Filter Tattoo Podcast. Uh, we're your hosts, Bryson, Tez, me, Theo, where we have real talks about the tattoo industry. Um, today, man, I'm excited. We got a real special guest. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm hype you up real quick, though. You know, this is what I like to do, man. So um, we got who they call a big sensei, you know, the man. <laughs> man, already fucking up already. God damn. All right. Be a big sensei. Um, owner of One Up Inc. Dallas, One Up Inc. West, um, uh, soon to be LA, South, South, then um, entrepreneur. You know, you got the Twitch going. You got you got a whole bunch of lanes, man. But the the man, the myth, the legend, man, Inc. by Peanut. So what's, what's going on, bro, man? We appreciate you coming on. Man, likewise, bro. Like I said, before I even came up on here, I got to give back to Flowers because I pre I when I first me and Theo had first locked in just on some conversation on the internet stuff, you know, it was right. beautiful to see the space I had. And I feel like Atlanta kind of get a bad rap over not having quality tattoo artists, bro. When you have clearly paid a beautiful lane, amazing space, high quality artists, top of the line shops, bro. And honestly, I just got to say uh, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate seeing another black business owner paving the way and making lanes for artists and opening doors for artists that, create spaces and products like this so people can come here and get high quality tattoos people can come to your podcast and enjoy the conversations enjoy the topics and everything that you're doing bro is beautiful man i appreciate so that one real, bro. To another i'm man, proud thank of you, you my guy. Uh, <laughs> so you got them flowers i see man, yeah, man i appreciate yeah. that bro man. smell them man smell them. <laughs> <laughs> hey bro it is not it nowadays you rarely see black men say you know what I look up to this guy. I I, I want to be true. like this guy. We are missing that camaraderie of brotherhood, not just in tattooing, but just in black culture. So I have, forget we allies. Yeah. I have no problem. Yeah, bro, it's, it's us against everybody. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So it's I have no problem. Bucket mentality, man. Tell another brother. Hey, oh no, bro, for sure. Same, same. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, that's, that's part of what this podcast is about, bro. It's like just bringing bringing everyone together, man. And like in, in yeah, our like minded. Yeah, for real, bro. So like I said, how you what you said about me, man? Same, man. I'm. I, I I see what you're doing with your your businesses, man, and that's motivation, bro. Like, you're not afraid to speak up either. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'll be yeah, the first yeah, yeah. to say that. Now, I, if not me, then who? Right. Not not no one. I got to do it. Yeah. I know one. You sometimes you gotta say that for real. We need we need to start making the uncomfortable conversations normalized again. Right. Yeah. Instead right. of just brushing a whole bunch of topics up under the rug, because then that lead to misinterpretations of feeling and knowledge. And if enough people and oblivious, you feel like yeah. Kanye West has said, if I if I put on a jogger suit in one one direction for a long time, I look crazy. Get five more people with me, it's a marathon. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yep. So that's a good quote. Oh yeah, oh, man. So man, how you how you feeling, man? You in here in Atlanta for the for a couple of weeks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, how Atlanta treating you so far, bro? Bro, I've been loving Atlanta, bro. Like, I didn't, I did not know my fan base out here was just so massive, like how it is. That's why I'm working to create the space down here for mm. for the artists, for the fan base, for the people that need that 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 one that one up energy out here. And it's been well reciprocated, bro. I've been getting, I've been getting love everywhere I go. Like Atlanta is fire. I like that when I go out here, everywhere that I see, it's like black people. Like oh, yeah. usually mm-hmm. when I travel around the world, black people is the minority, and yeah. you have to learn how to be comfortable around other people. But yeah. out here in Atlanta, other people have to learn how to be comfortable around black people. Yeah, it's very diverse. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, man. There's it's a lot of black people with wealth out here too, and money, business. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like um, Hollywood. Yeah, so that's that's why I love Atlanta. Like I don't see myself. Really leaving Atlanta overall, yeah. As far as like living or you know, 
I mean, I definitely love to travel and, and see all the world, but, but Atlanta is definitely special to me. You got that man cave already set up. Right, right. He, you already know, man. I'm, I'm diehard. You might, you might move to New York, man. Ooh, New, York. New York is a horrible quality Absolutely of living. <laughs> horrible quality of living, bro. So, See you in the New York so Knicks. Overpopulated. Nah. Man. Yeah, man. It's, I like I said, we went up there for a convention one time, and it was it was cool. Like, I could see people who want to be around something all the time. Yeah. Them liking it's, it, but... It's like a constant adrenaline rush. Yeah. yeah that's what I... I, I like my. It's piece. like that in the major poor cities. Just, just well, Miami's a little more spread out, but like New, like New York, like Los Angeles, it's just so overly congested that mm-hmm. people can't really have like like you think you want that quality of life, but peace of mind, space, mm. all that. To me, being from like a small city town, shout out Little Rock, small city shout town, I love that peace of mind. You Arkansas, put, yeah, of course. Oh, okay, I'm an Arkansas boy. I'm from oh. Little Rock, five one. Okay. But that that peace of mind and having that space and that clarity out there man you can't even beat that bro i don't care about the opportunities because if you make yourself a embodiment of success and learn how to attract good business to you mm-hmm. then you don't have to go out and try to seek these things or these opportunities a lot vast because we got the whole power our phone in our hands nowadays yeah. if you got the good talent and the good product people will find you you feel me yep. yeah man so that's, that's a word right there bro so before we get into you know talking tattoos in the industry, but like, let the viewers who who don't know you already, like, let them to get to know you a little bit outside of tattooing. So, like, what are you into, man? Who, what makes you you, and what what kind of hobbies are you into, man? What what what's special to you in your life? Ah, uh, well, if everybody don't know me, man, I'm I'm Peanut, aka Big Sensei, aka the Anime Godfather. I'm always spilling on it, never chilling on it. I'm known for doing high quality, big, bright, super bold tattoos from anime, pop cultures, movies, music, comic, and manga, and that just absorbed my whole life, including Star Wars. Y'all already see the drip. Shout out Astro Tees for always blessing me with the Star Wars drip. That's all right. I, like I literally live, eat, and breathe like anime and like pop culture like mm-hmm. i'm i'm obsessed with it when i say i'm obsessed with it like this is really all i do i i got the depth to myself but my career is so focused around my hobbies like video video games uh 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 tattooing mm-hmm. um conventions yeah. Uh, collecting comics, Pokemon cards, mm. memorabilia, uh, resin statues. I even recently bought a 3D printer, so now I'm finna be going crazy. And I know my wife yeah. finna hate me. Yeah. Finna have all this 3D oh, yeah. stuff around, bro. So yeah. I remember you said that was in your culture. I saw on a, another dude's YouTube channel. Uh, you was actually on it. Spoke a little bit. How was it like tattooing at an anime convention called DreamCon? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I mess with DreamCon real heavy. Like, shout out dude. RDC, shout out Mark, shout out Leland, shout out everybody that's on the uh, the the uh, RDC team. But yeah. uh, we had we bro, we had so much love out there. Like I'm now. How do you make that happen? I'm now working with the team. See what it was is you got to have all of these permits in Texas. Right. Like the permit process is real extraneous. Okay, so sure. I kind of I tapped in a little bit late. That was my fault because I had some other stuff going on. Now I got you're a busy man. Yeah, right. I got teams and people in place to make things happen. So I tried to go ahead and get into the convention, but it was just way too late. The permit process was just taking way too long. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna just go and host like a house party, like a house party. We set it up. It was super clean. I had anybody that was there to you. I had security. I had management. I had assistants. I, everything was super official. And mm-hmm. you know, 
I'm glad that I got to kind of gravitate to my name to where I can attach their name to something. And, you know, you didn't get to cease and desist letter. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> right, yeah, you yeah. know, and, bro, we had a good turnout, bro. In three days, we tattooed like 475 God, people. Yeah. And, and that yeah, was yeah. like in a house. Don't get it. What was the manpower like uh, at the time? Uh, I had eight artists, eight artists with me, two security. Four oh, hundred, yeah, Damn. yeah, four hundred. You, know, you know there was little flash bangers. You know, yeah. about okay. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, and so we're on not so surprising nothing, bro. Shit. Uh-huh. Did you have to make like a supply run or something like that? No, I bought, I bought everything in advance. Like, my team, my team paid for nothing. I, pay, I fully paid my team. Everybody got, everybody got checks at the end of it. I, uh-huh. I bought the see. I paid nice. for the security. I paid for the mansion. I paid for all the rentals. I paid for everything, top to bottom. All they okay. had to do was work. All the supplies. Everything was on the rinse and repeat for the company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nah, man, I love Show that, bro. Yeah. yeah, hey, bro, they got that bag for real. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You gotta. I be feeling like trust is something that has to be earned. So if you give your team that those qualities to where they trust in a leader, then they get reciprocated back to you. Yeah, no, for sure. Facts, facts. No, that's that's big right there, man. Usually, be a boss hard to be a leader. Yeah, right. yeah, and every boss ain't a leader. Correct. Yeah, yeah. no, that's real, man. That's I love to hear that, man. Like. Like you said, your your mindset on being a boss and being a leader is is good to hear. Cause like in our industry, man, you know, like it seems like a lot of people don't they don't respect a lot of like shop owners now. They think you know it's like because they they're being led by the wrong shop owners and wrong bosses, people who aren't really fit for those positions, man. But um, just seeing your team thrive, man, and, and seeing that that growth is crazy, bro. So I love to see it. Like I said, we we got the same mindset down here, so it's it's good to to know that. It's, that we ain't alone in that, in that, you know what I'm saying? We all trying to push for that same goal. Be in different regions. But, and still but I, like. I don't even mean to interrupt you, but nah, bro, go ahead. it's when you are a shop owner, I respect shop owners that still come from the place of tattooers. Like, right. it's easy right. to open up a space, collect booth rent, collect percentages, whatever your shop agrees on doing it that fit for everybody. But it's not a lot of shop owners that are in the trenches tattooing, which yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. When y'all tattoo, he is tattooing, if, oh, right if not right. the same amount, longer, harder. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people be thinking that the boss and the leadership call is about who got the money, who got this. Bro, it be times where I be done two in the morning, example. shut the right. shop down. I clean, got to clean everything myself, sweep everything myself, mm-hmm. do all the, the straighten up, shut down, make the runs myself. Like, you think being a boss is all about, bro, I work for my company. I'm the hard, I work for the people that work for me. I don't mm-hmm. work for myself. I work for them. When they need this, I got to go get that. Yeah. When the company needs this, I got, I'm the hardest working person in the company. So mm-hmm. I respect shop owners that still, ta- that still tattoo and still wholeheartedly want a genuine tattoo. Tattoo career right. and in mm-hmm. the right. tattoo culture now we got too many people that's opening spaces not tending the spaces it's not tending to the pocket. artists mm-hmm. not want to grow the brand not want to grow they sell because it's going to reach a part in your brand and in your company where your company is only going to get as far as the ownership right. so if the owner are, are not still progressing in the knowledge like bro i still take seminars i still pay that's for same. seminars yeah. we just mm-hmm. talking about that yeah, yeah i still I, I go out not not just tattooing uh business financial literacy because everybody mm-hmm. talk about getting a bag but like as an artist what is your exit strategy when your hands don't work no more? Exactly. When your brain starts slipping? When your yep. eyes start slipping? Like, what's the exit strategy? So, I commend shop owners that are 100% active in their business. Mm-hmm. And when you, I feel like when artists see that, they tend to gravitate more towards that. People gravitate towards me because not only do I tattoo, bro, I'm really out here in the field, like, with my company. Like, Motivation. Like, yeah, facts. So, you know, it gives them something to strive to and something to look up for. So, if you are a shop owner and you are going to create a space, make sure that you are actively into the space and actively growing your knowledge about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, how many uh, years did it take for you to get to... I know you're still growing as an artist, but how many years did it take for you to keep this tread going? I'm not even going to lie, bro. That's that's like a nonstop question. That's like yeah. asking how many times do you blink in your lifetime? Right. Because you can't... You never. It's oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Once you get to the top of the mountain, you got to keep climbing because the top of one mountain... It's the bottom of the next one, so it's right. like a never-ending climb. Okay. So it's it's all it's just a constant growth thing. If I was to answer truthfully, realistically, around about 2015, 16. How many I years was, into that when you started? Only mm-hmm. that's when I started to see my career start to really elevate. When I really decided to lock in on one thing, and it's crazy, bro. One time I was just tripping on shrooms, and I was watching this Bruce Lee documentary, and yeah. Bruce Lee was like. He respects the man who has did one punch a thousand times than the man that knows 1,000 punches. Right. So I was like, man, I really need to lock in on my career. Like, if I'm finna do one thing, I'm finna, like, do one thing. Like, like so, the boys in that Yeah, facts. Right. Bro, they, they hate on the spam move, but can you stop it? Right. You know it's coming. Yes. You know what it is. You know what it consists of, but can you stop it? We know that Sprite is limited line, but I ain't never seen a nigga make a Sprite yet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Nah, man. It's facts, man. It's, um, what is it? They say, uh... You can be either um, a jack of all trades and a master of none, or, or like a master of one. And you know, and to me, that I definitely agree with that. Um, that I see, I, I come from the school of like I like to start off versatile, like what mm-hmm. you did, and then then from there you kind of graduate into a specialization, you know, a, a style. Um, because then I feel like it's like like let's let's compare it to like um like you said like Bruce Lee, right? Like you. At first, you wanna you wanna kind of spar and, and fight in different styles, kind of get a f- feel for everything, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, so you know what this style consists of and that style consists of, and then once you kind of do so much, it's like okay, now I know what works I, better for you. Yeah, exactly. I really yeah. know what I want to master and what I want to hone in on. So um, I definitely think that's the right right approach, man. Like, I I do think specialization down the line can can be the key for unlocking a lot of people's careers, and. Man, to see see how you you did that and you you created your lane for tattooing and then not only that but like anime tattoos on darker skin, for is, sure. um, that's that's huge, man. And now, like you see, it's it's becoming such a big thing now. Um, it's it's crazy, crazy how it's grown. Yeah, and anime anime tattooers is is a whole lane, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a whole lane. Sure, we definitely gonna get into that. But like, let's let's go back to the beginning. Like, how how'd you get started in tattooing, bro? Like, I n- I never really knew about your your tattoo journey, man. Uh. Bro, it's been, bro, it's been such a hectic climb, bro. But people so, like the mountain man. People yeah. love to hear no, that, bro. They love to hear that motivation, bro. Where I'm actually from, and this ain't even just like. Let me say the record straight for the the podcast and people out there. I do not do no pity party. I just be so thankful every day that mm-hmm. thanking God that I do not look like what I've been through. But mm-hmm. a lot of people knew me from many different lives ago. Right. But when when I when I just being 100 percent transparent with y'all, I. I'm a, I'm a felon. I got three, three, five felonies. Two of them been expunged and sealed. Mm-hmm. But where I'm from, I could not get no job. A lot of people that know me from the streets where I had grew up at, you know, I really took a lot of my availability from opportunities that I could have from employment wise by the decisions that I made earlier because I wanted certain things out of life that wasn't being able to be given to me through regular means of, you know, like a nine to five and right. working. So, you know, I made tough decisions for my life and I paid for them and got the karma and did everything. Right. To, you you uh, learned, you learned and you grew from it, man. Yeah, so. so 
when it comes to the days when I was just now getting out of jail and everything, and I had met my mother, my kids that I'm with now, mm-hmm. and I used to just sit up there and bro, remind you, I had nothing. When I got out of jail, I had nothing. I had no, I had no car, no house, no clothes, no money, no nothing. Mm. So I was literally sleeping on the floor like a mama house, bro. And I used to just sit there and I used to just draw. I used to just draw because I had nothing else to do with drawing was free. And right, to yeah. me, I thought drawing was a talent everybody had like running. I yeah, thought everybody right. could draw. And that wasn't the case. No. So I remember her one day saying, man, I'm going to probably like buy you a tattoo kit or something. I'm like, why don't you tattoo? I'm like, man, man tattooing, man. Bro, where I'm from, bro, it's, bro, it's yeah. either sports or Was this in Arkansas? Yeah, this is okay. in Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas. So I said, you know what? I'm finna just change my surroundings, and I ended up moving to Cincinnati, Ohio, and I lived okay. in Cincinnati, okay. Ohio, like two years. I bought a tattoo kit, bro, and it was crazy because my baby mama was working at Pizza Hut, bro. We stayed in an apartment. There's we didn't have no washing dryer, so she was just going to work every day, like covered in flour and this and that. Like bought me a tattoo kit for my birthday, and I just remember staying up, like practicing on whoever and whatever I could practice on. And then I said, you know what? I need to go back to my city and my roots. And I ended up moving back to Little Rock. And, bro, how I first got on in uh, doing tattoos, I used to take trays for tattoos. So I used to take uh, DVD players, uh, cassette tape players, TVs, uh, mm-hmm. guns, cars, rims, drugs, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would take whatever for tattooing. And it kind of blew me up, and it helped me accelerate by doing so many tattoos so quickly that I start, I just, I just blew up like out of nowhere in my city. And then I was like, man, I just got to keep expanding and keep growing. Then I ended up moving to Texas. And when mm-hmm. I moved to Texas, my tattoo career got even farther, but I was really not as locked in. Cause I was still trying to like backslip into like the street lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I had finally decided like, you know what? I'm finna actually take tattooing seriously, bro. I shit you not, my entire house burned down and I lost everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to the ground. I still got the videos and everything. I be posting on social media and stuff. And I just remember, like, when I was watching my house burn down, I was like, for some reason, I just feel like whatever karma I owed, I was even with. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, I lost everything, bro. Yeah. And like, yeah. uh, people that know me, I was heavily in the shoes. Like, I lost a $75,000 shoe collection, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like Jordans and stuff mm-hmm. that I had from like, like, mad long ago, bro. I lost all that in the fire. And I had to restart building, like, from ground up. A lot of artists put together kit, ink, ink sets, machines, whatever they could get. I never asked people for, like, money or, like, mm-hmm. food. I was like, bro, just buy me some tattoo and stuff. i figure it out. Mm-hmm. And from there, bro, it was, it's so crazy, bro. Because it's like, as soon as I lost everything, it's like, celebrities started hitting me up out of nowhere. Big influential people started hitting me up out of nowhere doing tattoos. They was booking me on flights, and I had nothing at the time. I was, I was, my me and my baby mama and my little dog that I got, we was living in a hotel like around a hotel like what year city. was this? Like 2018, 2017? Yeah, no, this was around about 2016. 2016, yeah, okay. 2016. So uh, at 2016, I'm doing so much foot traveling there. I'm getting super popular. In That's when you honed in on the pop culture, 2015, right? Yeah, because I it got to the point at like the end of. 2016 like 2017 i was like bro i'm really not happy doing tattoos no more because like and then this and bro this is why you got to embrace women that be in your life it's like they intuition be a psychic power she was like why don't you just do the stuff that you love doing i was like what are you talking about meanwhile bro my house is like toys 
pops, everything. She's like, why you gonna tattoo this stuff? You always obsessed with this stuff. Why you gonna tattoo it? I'm like, man, ain't nobody gonna get no Dragon Ball Z tattoo, bro. We all grew up with it. Yep, yeah, true what it is, but, but at the but time. Back, but back then it wasn't, I, I definitely was, well, yeah. People back in the day were ashamed to really yeah. fully embrace yeah, everything right. that they like, love. Nerd, nerddom now is a lot yeah. more People exactly. mark, yeah, yeah, because right, right. I'm 34, so yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. 2008, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. 18, 2005. I remember seeing my first Dragon Ball Z shirt in 2001, bro, and flipping my mind. I'm like, oh, where yeah. did you find? Uh, I knew I was little button ups, a little Dragon Ball Z button ups and shit. Oh, oh, no, that was lame. The bowling shirt, oh. yeah, that was lame. Now nah, he had on. Oh, Theo, that's the drip you had. Theo, look, Theo, hey Theo, trying to see that shit. Hey, I bet he had the flames. Yeah, damn right, he had the flames and that shit. But. She had told me to do it. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to just do the Dragon Ball Z tattoos. I said, oh, I'm going to do just anime tattoos. Like, all right, around the time, you know what? I'm going to do these tattoos. I'm going back to what I did before, giving it out dirt cheap. Like, I even post posts all the time uh, doing half sleeves, bro, 150 as long as it was anime. Oh, like, I remember yeah. them days. Yeah, yeah doing a whole half <laughs> sleeve for 150 And, bro, out of nowhere, I did a... a Joker tattoo on Twitter, bro, and it, like, blew up. And... Artists out there, y'all got to get on more platforms. You have to mm. branch on more platforms. It don't stop with Instagram. It don't stop with Twitter. It don't stop with TikTok. You got to get on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch. Hell, yeah, on Christian YouTube. Mingle. Yeah. Come and get tatted in the name of Jesus. I got a Christian <laughs> Mingle profile to come and get tatted, bro, for real. You know, I tried that. They wouldn't let me do that. Bro, it's all about how you word it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. It's, it's like, you it's not it. showing your what face. You say, what, like, you, what you say? So I ended I ended up doing this and I'll never forget, bro. Uh uh my best friend, Sauce Walker, shout out to him, shout out to TSF Benny. He hit me up and I did uh a tat I did a spawn on the back of his knee and it blew up and then I tattooed one of his artists named Drippy, bro, and I did a Pikachu. I remember I remember his yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. My, I mean, that going crazy. No lie, that was like 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, my whole life changed that day. So, matter of fact, if you asking when did my life change, the day that I met Sauce Walker, my life changed. And when yeah, I did Pikachu. that Pikachu, bro, that was like one of the most viral tattoos. That it was like on the scale of most viral tattoos. Yeah. It's like the Mike Tyson, mm -hmm. yeah. the Gucci man with the snow cone, and then the Pikachu that I did on his face. Yeah, a little Ash Ketchup moment, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was, it was John, bro. And, like, the yeah. tattoo community wanted to tear me apart so bad, but the Pikachu was so solid. Like, yeah, it, was, nah, it, was, it, was clean. it was super solidly done. And... Bro, it was like it was like I remember going from overnight. I'm going for like twenty thousand followers, mm -hmm. fifty thousand followers, eighty thousand. All this is happening like, bro, in like two months time. Yeah. Hundred thousand followers, hundred ten thousand followers. Then here That's come crazy. celebrities, pro athletes. I'm. I remember I opened my books the year of two thousand twenty. I opened my books in like February fourteenth, bro. By the end of the month, I was fully booked out for the year. I said. I got to do something to funnel all of these right. clients. And then here come my baby mama again with that psychic intuition. Like, you know what? You might well just open like a shop and like do anime and pop culture in it. I was like. Mm -hmm. How long you was doing a private studio or traveling on? No, no, bro, bro. Listen, I was in my house clearing six figures, bro. Okay. I did not scale up my business until my demand couldn't be so met I, with the supply. So how did you get better, like, skill-wise being on? Um, not like not around other artists and stuff like that. Did you like just get it? Like you went, you took seminars or something, or you went to other shops just to learn? Uh, I I am one of those people, bro. Like a lot of people that are around me, I'm one of those people, bro. That's like solely self motivated. Yeah, like yeah. I don't need 
a lot of stuff to like get me going. Like a lot of people be like, oh man, I need I need the motivation to go get yeah. the bag. And then you ain't never been broke, nigga. Right. <laughs> you ain't never slept outside. I done slept outside before, bro. In the rain. Mm-hmm. I done been broke. I done been homeless before. I don't need no other motivation than my memories to let right. me know I need to get out here mm-hmm. and get the bag. But if you are trying to do any if you're trying to do anything or you're trying to master a skill, I'm gonna tell you at yeah. base level, it's gonna either take ten thousand dollars or it's gonna take ten thousand hours. Yep. Yeah. You get better at something like the repercussion and the amount of cycles that you do it. At, th- at this time, when I before I was anime only, bro, when I was in Little Rock, and anybody it is, I hope this get out and people that know me from Little Rock can tell you, bro, I'm doing 15, 20 tattoos every day. I'm talking about yep. people in my house from when I wake up to almost n- never leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, my house was damn near like a, a commercial place that people was coming to hang out and get tattooed with. But when you you got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. You got to do it to the level to where it's just, it's, it's an obsession. Like, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with doing tattoos. Like, I can, I can do two days, three days, four days, no sleep on tattoos, bro, and I'm locked in. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, all. it's like, I'm so addicted to tattooing, bro. It's like every chemical of like sleepy, hungry, go to the bed, all that shit turn off when I tattoo. Every mm-hmm. it, it, The yeah. world go silent, bro. I be in the shop tattooing, bro, and people be right here talking, I can't hear nothing, because I'm so locked in to what I'm doing. Yeah. And, through through the repercussions of doing that over and over again, you start to get you start to get better. You know, you don't have yeah. to be you don't have to be perfect when you get started, but you do got to get started. Everybody has perfect. A yeah. mm-hmm. Facts. So yeah, man, it's that repetition, bro. It's like even though you wasn't in the shop, you still want you still had that hunger to get better. You still yeah. went hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool to see people coming up with different lanes, and because I know a lot of people will will look at. You know what I'm saying? Your story. Because a lot of people can't get into the shop. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, right? Yeah. So, the, the hear someone like you, who's like, nah, man, I was able to do that. You got to make so a way. I, yeah, bro, I made it. I, I, so. I am 100% not special, bro. I am 100% not special. It's just that the roadblocks that I hit that the average person would have said, I'm going to do something else, I kept going. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's easy to say, man, you just got to keep going, bro. But literally, you just got, uh-huh. if you keep two keys to success, I learned, if you keep going mm-hmm. and if you put the knowledge above everything, everything else will come with it, bro. I tried to learn the most about tattooing and I knew that the money would follow. Yeah. yeah. You didn't put the money first. It's, yeah, it's, no. it's, it's, it's about the money. The money. It's about the money, but it's not about the money because I got to feel like there's a lot of people out here that just do what they do for the money and I feel like that's what make you a whore in my book because yeah. whores yeah. only do something just for Your money intention. and no other value from right. it. Exactly. You know, don't, don't, don't be whoring yourself out. It ain't about the money, bro. Like, don't get it twisted. Tattooing is good, but to be honest, bro, we are just glorified hairdressers. Have y'all ever seen the movie yeah. Interstellar? Mm-hmm. Yes. When the earth was going to blow up yeah. and they had to put the people on the ship? Yeah. How many people did you hear them say, the earth is finna end. We got to repopulate the earth. Go grab five anime pop culture tattoo artists. <laughs> right. They ain't grabbing us. Bro, no. Like The, 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 the <laughs> stuff that we do allows for yeah. self-expression, creativity, and to add value into people's lives and into my lives. But just beyond that, that does not give me no disrespect to disrespect people right. that mm-hmm. work right. months nine to out. My, my, bro, we need the nine to five to do this. You got to think, bro. These people, they, they make how much money a week? How many right. hours a they week work? Week. So right. these people sometimes is giving up two, three months of their time for like six hours of your day. Respect that. PTO. Respect yeah. that. I say we say that all the time, bro. It's yeah, like PTO don't go over. Yeah, don't don't right. don't let this this social media fame, this this money, quick money you getting like get to your head. Like at the end of the day, like I said, we we drawing people for a living, man. So right. whenever people want to come and spend spend money with us, like we gotta be appreciative 
appreciative of that, you know what I'm saying, and, and give them our best, what we can do. Yeah, sure. All right, so let's fast forward. We, like you, um, we were saying, you opened up one up in Dallas. Yeah. And um, so tell us, like, how was that process, bro? Like, was it as far as, like, getting the permits and you, this being, like, the first business for you? Um, just what was all the, like the difficulties and, and hurdles you had to get, um, come over? Man, the most, the, the most, the, the most difficult thing, bro, about opening a shop, and this goes for any shop owner when, whenever you do something, do not get into this business, bro. If you are selfish and you cannot handle that, just like life, people come and go, bro. I hundred percent agree. Yeah. I, yeah, it's if you you got to understand that sometimes you are going to pour into people and once they cup are filled, they're going to take the cup somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. man, I was, I've been seeing that going viral on uh, certain reels on Instagram. Right. We've been saying like shop owners be like, I hope you're riding hell. Yeah, that's what I say. It's, it's right now. It just seems like a lot of people like are against like shop owners and, and want to do the private studio thing. But it's like I feel like I, you tell me if you feel the same way, but do, do you feel like you can grow better? With a team, with a, as a unit, you know what I'm saying? Like when some, when you got a good leader, you know what I'm saying? You got a good environment that's that's really trying to push people to grow. I was a, I was a, it's hard. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a question. No, don't get it twisted. It's it is not a hard know. question to answer. I just wanted to take a second to mm -hmm. fully articulate my thought before I got it out. No, nah, that's smart. Think about what you say before you say it. Uh, it don't for, take much to motivate me. I've never seen in sports where you're trying to win a championship. I've never seen one person in the championship circle. It's always yeah. a yeah. team. Yeah. yeah. Also, I have never seen one candle. Like, let's say we got a room full of candles right now, mm -hmm. and I had one lit candle. I've never seen the life of one candle go out by lighting another one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's deep when you're yeah. 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 You, when you, the thing with the private studio mentality, if you are not a person that's like me, that's going to go out and find it, bro, you're only going to get as tight as you think you are. Yeah. And yeah. lo and behold, if, if ego and being self-absorbed, self-sentiment, all that starts to concrete in your mind, bro, you just, you just going to get in a rut. You're going to be, you're going to have what I like to call treadmill syndrome, running real fast, but going nowhere. Yeah. 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 What would you do for the rest of your life if you wasn't if your money wasn't an object? Whatever that is, that's what you need to be doing for your purpose. Yeah, something that comes natural to you. Facts. When if you pick up something and the first time you do it look like people that's been doing it for years, that's what you need to lean into. Mm -hmm. And everybody got one of those. Yeah, that, that's a, it, everybody has one God given talent for show. Some people got multiple, but everybody got one, bro. That's how I thought about it when I um, dropped out of uh, college. I was like, all right, well, I'm not continuing school. I got to figure out, like, what I'm going to do. I can only do the shit that I'm good at. Bro, you want to you know something? Hmm. I didn't even graduate high school. Oh, I dropped out, too. <laughs> I didn't even graduate high school. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped out. I dropped out my senior year. Uh, ended up getting my GED. Then I tried college for, like, two years. Dropped out of that. And I was like, I I gotta figure this shit out because I'm not working at McDonald's. Yeah, being being being, edu being educated, bro, ain't the same thing as being knowledgeable. Yeah, edu right, edu right. Education is all about them telling you something and you being able to recite it on yeah, command. Yeah. Being knowledge is understanding the actual breakdown, cause, and effect that things have, and being able to use that to branch off into the understanding of other things. Like 
I understand tattooing because I understand skin. I understand skin because I understand anatomy. I understand yeah. anatomy because I understand humans. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So right. that's being knowledgeable. Anybody can be mm-hmm. like the body stay at 98.6. That's education. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But to understand that the body has to stay at that movement because it helps the blood be able to course through the body and generate antibodies yeah. and, and antiviral properties that keeps everything self-regulated through all of the circulatory, respiratory, and uh, reproductive organs that's in there. That's being knowledgeable. Yeah. So I truly understanding what you're learning. Facts. That's the difference. Bro, I'm telling y'all, chase knowledge. Don't chase money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, it, a, that's, a, that's a bar right there. Hey. All right, so... We talked about you open up one up one up LA and then you you having a team right. Mm-hmm. Um, so also like I know you you kind of scaled one up to be more than just a tattoo shop. Like so, how did you grow one up and like what what do you do now? Like what is uh what has it expanded to? Oh uh, well, you know we got the video game team and okay. the video game stream team. They they stream. We get revenues from Twitch, but then I also send them out the gaming tournaments. Right. Okay. Because the, the sponsorships and games is really really heavy. Yeah, and like, the, like the fighter games, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we do. We do uh, fighter games, first person shooters. So of course, okay. like so, of course, Kai, PUBG. Okay, nice. heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah facts. Okay, what um, and then I know you also like said you you do like education over Discord too as well or something like that. Yeah, um, we we got the one up academia in the Discord to where we just critique with sit down critique with all and Discord is amazing, bro. It helped me keep right. all of my art all of my artists help me check on everybody, help me be able to teach. That's why I stopped offering apprenticeships because mm-hmm. the yeah, tell us about it. the mm-hmm. demand on in my DMs and just of oh, people requiring the personal information is too much. I would rather hurdle people up all in one area and I don't just extend it out. I only take 20 people at a time because right. more more than that is just way too much mm-hmm. and I rotate them out because I feel like if you come in in six months and work with me for six months through Discord, you're going to be okay to go off on your own. Yeah. So we offer the tattoo courses. We offer uh, uh, understanding tattooing. So understanding strokes, understanding machines, understanding tapers of needle, gauges of needles, yeah. types of needles, understanding ink, ink pigments, time of saturation. The list just goes on. But we do the tattoo education too. Nice. Okay. So like, since you you like to teach a lot, um, like how is it since you've been teaching? While have you come across a lot of artists who you try to teach and help? But it seems like you you give them some solid advice and it goes through one ear and not the other. Yeah, like, do you, or they do, try to take. Do you know in human nature you have to hear something nine times or try something nine times before you actually take it serious? So I could tell you some information, bro, mm-hmm. and you, that same information will apply to something that you're doing, and it'll take you nine times to do it wrong before you actually take the information. You run across people that have like I like to call the genius thought process. So let's say if I tell them something one time, they'll try it one or twice and they got it. That That's considered high intellect. Yeah. You run into a lot of artists that be so stuck in their ways, like they want to grow. It's crazy because right. you want to grow and you want to get the advice just to get the advice and you want to do the opposite. But not everybody is teachable. Just yes, because you yes. want to learn don't mean you're not teachable. Even at the level that I'm at, I'm still crazy teachable. Right. I still, I still, I learn from actual teachers that do this. Like when you want to learn taxes, don't go and holler at Tiffany that's doing taxes between January and February to right. get that check. Go yeah. and find a guy that all he does is taxes right. and yeah. then let him do your taxes, but then pay him extra. I'd be like this. I'd be like, bro, can I give you 
$2,000 and you teach me 10 things that I would have not learned about Texas unless I did Texas for 10 years. You'll be amazed at the amount of knowledge that you get from people like that. Yeah, this is like a personal seminar. Facts. So that's what I that's what I did with a lot of stuff. You know, I went to tattooers, uh, uh, people that did taxes, people that do business, pe- people that do credit, people that do uh, uh, private lending, uh, the same guy that got my house, realtors, you know, go to people right. that just do this. But just because you want to learn don't mean that you're teachable, bro. You got to be the same right. type of information you're looking for. You need to be that reciprocal as a student. We always talk about being a professional uh, tattoo artist, but where are the professional clients? Where are the clients that give the same amount of quality customer service as the same amount of service they expect to get back? Because right. yeah. hit me up my DM. Hey, bro, I'm trying to get his sleeve, bro. You're going to get left on red. Right. But you know who not going to get on red? Hey, this is John. I've been following your work for about five years. I'm thinking about doing a sleeve. I don't mind doing right. sessions. I'm open to color in black and gray. Whichever one that you feel like. Here's a couple red. That. Yeah. That. Right. That. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. 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 Yeah. okay. And then, oh, then they might, Green flag, right. they might tack on. Uh, I don't have any any budget. I'm, I'm okay with I'm okay with spending this. A million millionaires and billionaires, bro, have price ranges. When mm-hmm. it's it's people that's not financially literate to be like money ain't no object. That's crazy because I know I know millionaires and billionaires, and they'll tell you I'm trying to spend between X and Y, and that's right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's fine. Like I said, but people, I rather someone comes up with they to me upfront with their budget, and then that way I can know like all right, this is how we can go about this project. Right. Yeah. Then, uh, yesterday. Yeah. To be like, nah, yeah, money ain't no problem. Then when all right, so. If you really want this to look fire, you know what I'm saying? We we need to take three, four sessions, this many hours, it's gonna cost as much. And then it's like, oh no, I just want it. You can get shit done cheap, you can get shit done fast, and you can get shit done good. You can get any two of them three. Yeah. But you would never get three out of three. Oh, I want it good and fast, it ain't gonna be cheap. Oh, I want it cheap and good. Well, it ain't gonna be fast. You get two out of the three, but you never get three out of the three, bro. Mm -mm. Now I gotta be realistic with things, man. Thanks. So, um, so you you teach a lot, man, and like you said, sometimes people just they they want to learn, but they they're not open to actually learning, not not actually changing. So, um, how do you actually like like when you got these students, right? When do you know it's like, all right, I didn't I didn't did what I could, but like I can't I can't move in that yeah, yeah, what I'm trying like, to put down. Because when you you say you take in twenty students, that's that's tough. Like to like that's a lot. You see, time. like yeah, how do you manage all that? Bro, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I would say that it's like a school, but bro, it's like a. I'm like more like a military base. If you are, if you are here, you are trying yeah. to get trained. So this is t- the militia. This is boot camp. This is when what we doing. Tell you, this is boot camp. When you critique them, you you don't hold back. You let them know straight I, up. Bro, so many people are comfortable with the lie. For real, yeah. I always ask people, do you want the lie or do you want the truth? I ain't mm-hmm. gonna just flat out embarrass you, but I bro, the I lean towards people the the people that want the most out of life is people that are okay with the unconditional truth they get on their mm-hmm. chance yeah the unconditional truth automatically that's how i really know when people are really teachable when they can take the truth a lot of people want the lies and want the coddles but nothing yeah. great comes from the comfort zone lying mm-hmm. coddling what you've been wanting again your whole life and that has what led you into the position on where you at now to need something else to get out of, out of it. Right. So if they want the truth, I'm going to lean into the truth with them. Tell them exactly how it is because mm-hmm. your feelings 
the truth don't really care about that. Mm-hmm. The truth don't care about your feelings, your situation, or nothing. Because the same stuff you're going through, somebody got the same situation, and they figured out how to make it work. So mm-hmm. the the complaining, the coddling, the the lies, all that has to cease when it's time for you to grow. Mm-hmm. So I, I right. take them in, and automatically, if they're uncomfortable with the truth, any rebuttalment on that, I, I honestly, bro, just cut ties because I'm not okay. even mm-hmm. I'm not even in the situation to where. It's like, bro, you you you're paying to be here. It's right. other people that want to pay to be here, and right. other people that is willing to sacrifice it. Oh, well, what if I do this and it don't? What if I do that? Well, if you got all the what ifs, bro, then respectfully, you need to go get a nine to five where it's less risky. <laughs> right. right. But right. in yeah. in in this right. domain and entrepreneurship, you gotta take a chance. Facts. Gotta take risks. Yeah. Nah, man, I, I completely agree. Um, you you gotta be open to, to hearing the real truth. Yeah. Um, like I said, I never really shot away from it. I always, you know, what I'm saying. Like, to me, because I'm my harshest critic, too. Right. So I'm already tearing my shit apart. So it's like, well, other people, you know, say, all right, you could do this, you could do that. It's like, you're right, because, shit, I see that myself. Yeah, but look, but look, you it reflects, bro. How you do anything is literally how you've done everything. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I, we try to run away from that shit, neither, my nigga. I'm trying to tell nah, you. Nah. Anybody say that, bro, just be like, nah. hey, you need to do this because of that. No, I don't know, bro. How you do anything, how you do everything. No, right. I just did it that one time, but at the first time you did it, just the right. first time you got called out about it. Right, right. No, exactly, man. So, see, y'all listening, man, like, be open to, to really learning. Like, like when people, when an artist who's better than you takes the time hey. to really drop some knowledge on you, like, take that shit to heart. Bro, yeah, use it. Take, right. take your feelings out of it. Right, and exactly. actually just reciprocate it. Exactly. Okay, this person is telling me this because obviously what I was doing wasn't the right thing. So, you know, obviously since you're doing the wrong thing, uh, he wouldn't even tell you that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a lot of artists, bro, that honestly... Because if I didn't care, don't got, I don't got nothing to yeah, respect I just, no more. I just look right. at this shit and walk off. Me, like, me yeah. on right. a personal level, I literally only take advice from people who lives mimic what I want. And a lot of artists don't know what they want, so they just be taking advice from anywhere. Even when mm-hmm. I told my parents while they were still alive, you know, I appreciate y'all doing what y'all did for me, but I am not taking your advice because y'all do not have the life that I want. And yeah. you should. I, I really had to tell my mom and dad that one time. Right. And, yeah, it, and it's really nothing did. against them, bro, because at the same they, time they that you were growing up, mm-hmm. they are also growing up. Right, yeah. We're all in the learning process in life, bro. You never stop learning. Facts. And me personally, if I want a Lamborghini, I'm not taking the advice of a nigga in a Honda. I'm taking the advice of the nigga in the Lambo. He already has it, so he knows how to achieve it. Yeah. So when you when people be giving advice, I you sometimes you got to humble artists because artists, you know, they get this 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 ego about themselves. They feel like just because they're able to create that they have this one above all type of personality to them. And yeah, you got to be nice. like, bro. I have been where you in your career. You have never been in mine. Right. Yeah. You still yeah. figuring out how to make six figures. Been, I'm still you know, I'm facts. still figuring out how to make my profit in six figures. I already make six figures. Now I need to make six figures double up again. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of artists be missing that. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Um, that's that's the biggest thing, man. Like we said, we like we've been in your shoes. So why would why would I tell you? A lot. Why would I? Why, why would you t- take what we trying to tell you and, and and think like, nah, this ain't it? Like, we don't we don't been there. Like, we yeah, we understand. Yeah. You know, we understand the struggle. Uh, so you, like, you saw how I grew up. Like, yeah. So a lot of people think I'm a, like an only child. Nah, 
Or even close. Yeah, facts. I wish. I wish. I'm from you. You from Mississippi? Mm. Yeah, you from what we like to call deep south. You know, (laughs) Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Arkansas, Louisiana. We call it our highway the old highway. Literally, it's called old highway. Yeah, we still got dirt roads. When I be parents, bro, they be they be literally like my grand my grandparents were slaves. They literally tell me about growing up without electricity, like with furnace, dirt roads, Mm -hmm. not having shoes, picking cotton. A lot of shit in history, bro, was not that long ago especially uh, in, real, this, real. in the real south yeah my grandma people when well, my grandma graduated um in Brookhaven Mississippi um they were still segregated yo yeah. yo that shit bro i went to little rock central high school the high school that was the first high school ever to be segregated i mean desegregated yeah. i went to little rock central high school and my and grandpa almost got crazy. hung by the kkk that's how not long ago that was. Yeah, they still they still got that in Arkansas. When we used to play, when we used to go and do football games, there is some towns that we had to get up out of before sundown. We really did. Yeah, yeah. facts. That's some. Hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie. That's only some down south shit. Yeah, yeah. people in that people in L.A. like. <gasps> to go get a caramel macchiato. South is different. <laughs> yeah, the, the South is different. It is different. Yeah. And, and Southern hospitality is different, too. You don't right. you don't get, like, bro, I don't know about you, a catfish farm. I'm t- facts. A lot, of people don't, a lot of people don't know about going to a restaurant and eating peanuts where they just throw the shell on the floor. Right. That's yeah. some real sound shit. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to go back to Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So we all in the anime tattoo um, industry, right? We, we all do anime tattoos. Let's let's talk about it, bro. Like, um, so how do you feel, like, man, as an anime tattooer, especially like as a black anime tattooer, bro? Like, what do you feel like, like, uh, we get the respect that from this on the same level as 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 non black anime tattooers in this industry, bro? Man, look, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. A lot of artists come from their Pacific style mm-hmm. or genre, you know, neo trad, American trad, realism, hyper realism. And then they come to anime, bro. And it's like the work looks so vastly different. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned from doing anime tattoos is you have to have a solid understanding about tattooing or the anime tattoo is not going to work. No, no, exactly. It's, it's, exactly. Almost, it's almost like anime tattoos is more of the new genre. American traditional because of how how bold, flat, Saturation. saturated, mm-hmm. the line work, Indeed. line weights, yeah, all, all the technical stuff had to at, be on point. At the foundation level, that's what anime tattooing is. All of these basic knowledge concepts yeah. in tattooing mm-hmm. at, Same bunch of at floor times. level. That's where it's said, and a lot of artists got to go back down to the floor and realize they didn't have no floor to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right. So anime tattooers may have the always this and that same way with American traditional like you you so high and mighty on this realism horse and then you get to do an American traditional oh, yeah, and your and shit not really humble your right. ass right yeah that little Mine's sitting in the hand and the color ain't saturated Facts. man not for real, but, for then, let, but then let him gotta do a photorealistic Frankenstein monster it's, it's busting right but then as soon as you gotta do a bald eagle the eagle looking like a pigeon <laughs> you feel me right mm-hmm. Tattoo, tattooers need, and tattooers need all respect across all boards, man. Because how, how do you not want to respect people that's making lane, making new job opportunities, making a new genre of people to have a level of self-expression? Key word is respect. Yeah. Facts. Because yeah. I even say that for like fine line. A lot of people say, I don't want to do fine lines. I'm like, I mean, that's a skill. Bro, I'm it's telling you. That is a skill. That's a skill. It's an art form, form in itself. Yeah. Nah, man. So that's, that's. I definitely agree with what like your mindset or you said it's it's tough. Like a lot of people would just see like his characters and like you just like 
Like, oh, you just took a character and and slapped it on somebody. And yes, some people might do that, but to really translate it onto skin the right way, right? And then um and to really add your own touch to it. That's what takes it to another level. I be, I be feeling like, man, being an anime tattooer is like getting all repicked on all over again about liking anime in school. Ain't finna, <laughs> now, now ain't finna happen like this time. School, now they pick on you, now it's cool. You do anime tattoos, now they don't fuck with it, now it's a whole thing. I'm like, yeah. damn, bro, it's like the whole cycle all over again. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. No, nah, real. So uh, how do you feel, man, like where the industry going, man, as far as like the future of tattooing, man, this new generation of tattooers, social media, how it's changing, bro? I'm going to say this, and I already know y'all, we were going to end up talking about this anyway. Mm-hmm. Bro, AI is not going to ruin tattoos, bro. We agree. Oh, AI no. is not going to ruin tattoos, bro. Did 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 Disney Plus ruin Disney movies? No. no. Did having an Uber ruin people from driving cars? Taxis. It's not going to ruin nothing. It's literally all just a whole nother avenue of people that are just looking for more creative, inspirational ways to get the work done. Exactly. Like it's not going. You, I, I understand. Listen, artists, I understand. Hardcore creators, don't, don't jump me on this. I completely <laughs> understand. You want to, you want to create. You want to sketch. Take the sketch and appropriate. You want to craft up every single thing. With I get it. I get it. But you know what? Some if you, if you're up and you got that mental block, there ain't nothing like you know saying. Hey, Chat GBT, show me a couple of references of Batman. It's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's nothing art is supposed to inspire. Art yeah. is supposed Art is subject. Facts. It and is. Most of the time when people drawing, you using references anyway. Any, bro, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so you're mad that that AI is now giving you more crafted <laughs> references? You're gonna you're gonna run the Google and Pinterest anyway, bro. If you're gonna be anything, be fucking for real, my guy. Yeah, what right. kills me is like, especially like when anime tattooers complain about AI, I'm like Bro, like we we just you just redrawing like a, 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 a character, character someone else created. Hey, you, like, you didn't did do that. Did y'all all see that Kat Von D is doing the suit for actually using a photograph of a famous musician and she had to oh, yeah. tattooed it? Yeah, I'm, I'm like that's what y'all should be worried about. Yeah, yeah. Going up on that, Google, taking that picture, and they got send you that cease and desist letter. Right, that could be huge. For, you know, what I'm saying that could be yeah, something that, that, that could, could be changing to the industry. Facts, but um, but yeah, overall, yes, people. Fearing AI, I ain't there. gonna sue you either. Yeah, nah, nah, AI, it ain't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> AI gonna hurt, man. Like it, it ain't going nowhere either. So you, either you adapt or you get left behind, man. That's, that's how I look at it. Um, so what, what's what's your exit plan, bro? Like, what? How long do you want to tattoo for? What? How do you? When do you feel like you're gonna scale back from tattooing and just focus on your businesses and just kind of let your investments grow and, and work for you? Uh. I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking my my solid exit strategy. My solid exit strategy is straight up every every millionaire that I know they they have usual financial portfolios, real estate, stocks, bonds, crypto, yep. Yep. commercial investments, mm-hmm. and then the the last one is really freelance because after that point, a lot of them got like hobbies that they make money off of, like classic car collecting, yeah. uh, uh, painting, uh, restoring painting, restoration, yeah. shit like that. So you once you take the money, like y'all, let me get, let me tell y'all something. I know we always be like the sky's the limit. Realistically, you can only tattoo certain amount of hours of the day. Right, exactly. you're going to have to incorporate off days throughout the year. So when I did like rough numbers, almost like 
between 350 and 500,000 and that's like crazy high end. Yeah. It's the most you're going to make off of tattooing. So even if you do tattoos a whole full year and go hard and don't don't get it twisted. This is just the rule, but it's the exception to every rule. Yeah. That you're going to not become a millionaire. The tattooing is a skill that gives you the opportunity to take the money exactly, and then you yeah. take the money and put, it and put that else. to making more yes, money. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be yeah. you don't need to be the poor more mentality flexible, is right. making a hundred thousand, right. spending a hundred thousand. Right. Like, millionaires don't become millionaires from, from working. They don't work for that million. They they have a job, they have a business that generates an income, like you said, it might generate right. six figures, but it won't generate a million. But then they take that money, like you said, and invest it and all that together is what creates that million, man. Right. Like you said, people just don't realize that. It's like, uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to tattoo forever and then I'm trying to get rich off this and it's like, nah, this is just a tool to, yeah. Yeah. to, to generate. It's stepping stone. Right. Man, when I be seeing niggas have a whole bunch of money to their head like phones, bro, money is a tool to me, bro. Yeah. When I see a nigga have a whole bunch of money like this to his phone, that's like a nigga holding up a whole sack of hammers. Because at the end of the day, what are you nailing in with all these with all these hammers, bro? Right. You got all these all these tools, but then you ain't putting it to work. You ain't exactly. bought the builder yet. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to think like this. Like, let's say if you got $1,000. You don't have $1,000. You got 1,000 employees. Mm-hmm. Now, what is you doing to make these employees work while you ain't doing nothing? Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of tattoo artists, oh, they feel so high and mighty making all that money let your hands get fucked up now what right. you can't work for six now what like you gotta, you gotta think about making money like this right. bro pick that phone up right now pick that phone up <laughs> okay put it back down now without your hands pick that phone up can't do it that's how i think about making money bro how can i yeah. get that phone up without my hands yeah this past year 2023 man i think it, it was a bar <laughs> <laughs> this year bro 2023 it, it i felt like it was exposed or showed the truth to a lot of artists who didn't realize maybe a lot of artists that came up that 2020, like, PPP loan error. I was going to say, nigga, I thought COVID showed niggas that. Nah, nah. That, that, mm-hmm. People was eating off oh, COVID. Shit yeah, nah, bro, yeah, I'm talking about the checks. I'm talking about people being able to generate money without that. Oh, yeah. oh, but you see, but like you said, like, if you don't got that mindset to, to flip that money, for sure. To them, it was just, oh, it's free money. I'm going to spend it. I, sure. I feel like yeah. for that short bubble, uh, COVID made people get in that mentality. But once they got back to normal, life. like, right. okay, <laughs> I, I ain't, ain't got to hustle like that no more. Right. Yeah, it, COVID definitely made people lazy, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it, it had that little short bubble of, like, hustle, entrepreneurship. But now, like I said, people, like, especially newer tattooers who don't got that clientele like that, they seeing, like, oh, like, shit can get slow again. Like, this, yeah. like and that's, that's why I said, like, you got to make your money. You gotta say that money, invest that money. They were saying that. Make it work for you, cause this this shit just cause you made, you know what I'm saying. Let's say you you made you had a good week. You made like three four grand one week. Um, that don't mean next week like you can't just go and spend that and be like I'm gonna make no, it again next no. week. You're like nah, cause next week you might have three four cancellations. You know. Right. Yeah. I de- I definitely save all my money. I put my money in stocks and in bonds and in crypto. Uh, let them know, man. Like people I, need to know I, that. Bro. I, I'm I'm now going through the cycle on buying foreclosures, fixing them up. Because you can you can rent out the house or you can sell right. it wholesale. I prefer to sell it wholesale. Uh, and a lot of black people need to understand, like, bro, you know y'all can get, like, loans. Like, the yeah. bank yeah. is not a safe. It is a money-lending financial institution. Banks are made to lend you money. Like, think about it like this. Let's say if you buy, like, a piece of art. You can buy a piece of art. You can get the art appraised or get appraised for hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You can now go to an insurance company, put insurance on that, and take out a loan versus the total value of so, that payment. So, man, so um, that's a good question for people who may not know. Like to get these loans, like 
do you are are you doing your taxes and you pouring some income stuff like that? Like you, you gotta so. you gotta do your taxes, bro. Yeah, Tax, I, I feel you like a lot do of artists taxes. don't want to do that. You gotta do taxes and you gotta do credit. You gotta think. Walmart is a last name. J.C. Penny is a last name. Kellogg is a last name. Your last name is the first credit line that you was ever born with, and a lot of people don't got a good last name. Don't got good right. credit. Right. If you don't got if you don't got good credit, you're you're not going to be able to get into doors that you're going to need credit to get into. When you have taxes, taxes is going to show the government and show financial in- lending institutions. I make this much money a year. If you guys give me a loan for it and I make this much money a year constantly, I can pay this back. All, all credit and taxes is doing. Well, let me just say all credit is doing is showing that you are creditable to lend the money out right, to. Right, exactly. And all the taxes is doing is taxes is showing you make this amount of money a year and you have to spend it. If you don't spend your money, the government will take it from you. That's why I like to put my money back into my business. Mm-hmm. That's why when I make if when I make a hundred grand, I instantly find something I can put a hundred grand into. If not, the government gonna take it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take it. But being an entrepreneur and being in a certain tax bracket on doing right. taxes, when you work a job, 27% of your money get taken away. But when you're an entrepreneur in a certain tax bracket, you only gotta pay 10 to 13. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're reinvesting so, back into that business so you can write that off. It's like a cycle. The yeah. government wants you to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like your taxes is high when you work because they gotta take your Medicaid, they gotta take your Social Security, mm-hmm. they gotta take your federal. But with it being an entrepreneur, you make so much money because you take that own financial responsibility on yourself. Yeah. Like it's too many tattoo artists don't pay taxes. Y'all niggas don't got dental insurance. Y'all barely got car insurance. Like, bro, y'all barely go to the doctor and get a checkup. Like, how many tattoo mm-hmm. artists is taking the time out there? Once a year to go and get their blood screen just to make yeah, sure they ain't contracted sure. no weird disease or nothing had, like that. I just had mine this year. I bro, I did, year. bro. I do mine all the time, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But these are the things that the you get when you start to become high level. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, that's definitely word right there, man. Like a lot, of, I think a lot of artists just kind of ignore that. They, they want to go rogue. And I get it. Like, yeah, like, of course, nobody want to. Give money to the government, you know what I'm saying? But it's like oh, man. you got to play the game. Yeah, man. you got to play the game. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a all game. I never heard of. I never heard a good end. It's yeah, all a game, bro. It's all. It's money. Is a money is a game. Money is little. If you take out your phone right now, anybody that watch the podcast, if you multiply a thousand dollars on itself ten times, it's a million dollars. So if you got a thousand dollars and you hustle to double it ten times, you would get a million dollars. So yep. if you're not hustling to double your money, what is you doing it for? Now I know in the day and age we got all the people online. You know, wake up, don't drink water, buy an LLC, take the LLC, get the CPN. Don't buy that Starbucks, brother. Invest that into a business. When bro, a cup is five dollars. What business you start with five dollars? Right, but right. it's really all about like your mindset, y'all. We yeah. got this smartphone in our hand. The whole internet, everything is right. Here on a smartphone if you ain't got no smartphone you got a dumb one you got the whole power information in your hand Mm -hmm. get off the fucking diys on how to build a christmas tree out of captain crunch on tiktok and start learning how to grow your revenue your mindset your income bro right now it's that it's so much so many lanes to make money now i'm tired of just having conversations not knowing information yeah bro it's it's bro it's out there you gotta be tapped in bro like it's crazy not. Like, think about tattooers that don't do anime. They don't think this shit is real for real. Then you got niggas like us that's in the culture, and we like, how did that not? You got to be tapped into the frequency of the money that you're trying to attract. Exactly. 
like you said, I definitely believe like the the energy, the vibes you give off is what's gonna come back to you. Absolutely. So, like I said, if you're not seeking that, if you if, if you just kind of stay in that that mindset of of like not trying to grow, not trying to really learn anything, you you ain't never gonna you know say it's not just gonna come to you just from mm-hmm. resisting. Like I said, you it's you gotta don't fall out the sky. No. Nah. But uh, I wish. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's get to our our last segment, man. We are doing something new. We're gonna do. Five tattoo tips, you know, so random tattoo tips, we're just going to drop. So if you, you know, you're a younger artist or even an older artist and you might just hear something that, you know what, I never thought of that or I never even, you know, thought of looking at it that way. So, um, so yeah, man, so y'all, y'all want me to start, I can start or if y'all, yeah, I got something in mind, go ahead. Okay, okay. I can just repeat myself. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, Tez, um, we talked about earlier, but you said invest in better equipment, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Don't be afraid. Like yeah, I get all, it. it's not just tattoo equipment, right? But everything. Yeah, yeah. pretty much everything. Um, going to seminars, your um, your machines, uh, better products. Can't like the the phone. You if you're using a phone, get a nice phone or yeah. take use the camera. Like we upgraded using the cameras now. You know, what we saying? all so, get that. Um, lighting. Yeah, right. Using the right better lighting. Lighting. CPL lens. All that. Like just yeah, investing in your craft. You know, it's, this is your product. This is your career. So if you're not trying to. Get the best and just tools like to Pina do it. said, that reflects yeah. you. Right, better you, right? Sure. I'm gonna say, man, it, it, mine's gonna be a little bit more specific, but I'm gonna say, um, you don't have to pack. Like, it's okay to have open skin in certain tattoos, right? Like, you got to. Yeah, let that tattoo breathe. You don't got to pack in like wall to wall. Like, you got you don't have to pack in white. You know what I'm saying? In open areas, like the use. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the skin be the white highlight you know what i'm saying if you if you have shading or colors around it it's going to appear white just from the lack of uh color from everything else so just that just contrast um yeah just that's my my one little tip for this episode i might drop another though since we said i said five i'll say my tip would be um understand your needles understand yeah. your medium tapers your long tapers i've signed so what's the like tell us man what's like what's a medium taper oh so taper medium taper it has a bigger puncture puncture uh, point at the end which allows the color to saturate the skin more for color so it actually gives it a bigger points to more cover more surface onto the skin long taper is more of a sharper point which is for black and gray it's meant to build up more textures more uh build up a contrast and stuff like that so that's the so when you buy needles you you can my people don't realize there's they don't know the hashtags yeah, they don't know the millimeters right, those, those numbers on it yeah R, the yeah. diameter it says like 12 zero yeah. rl something yeah. but there's some numbers after that yeah or before that some that, people just say i can put ink into the skin right yeah. okay i'm gonna use this yeah well, so, you know it, they're gonna use a three-round liner and say i'm gonna uh, well like the, the whole, i believe what 10 is like a medium taper if like if there's like a 10 or 12 before 10 is more of a buck those are, those are the gauges those like okay gauges. gauges okay right mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's a it's just gonna say LT MT or something like that on yeah, it. Yeah, long okay. taper, medium yeah, taper. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you got the gauges like 0. 0.8, 10, and then twelve. Yeah, it's right. kind of like the triangle. Okay. Yeah. The diameter of each individual needle that's in the class configuration of it, like the yeah. thickness of it. Yeah. Right. Nah, shit. That's a good tip. No, you too. People just say, "I just bought this, and I know I could put ink in this skin right here." Like. But you ain't getting the most out of your... You're not getting the most out of it. No, I definitely... It's like they... uh, Who said it the best? Uh, I heard it on this uh, live stream. If you're going to break the rules, you need to know the rules. Family K Bell said that. Let me ask you, like, how do you... you, uh, What voltage you like to run at when you're packing in color and stuff like that? Um, I just got... I I like to think of it like this, bro. 
Um, have y'all ever seen like a sewing machine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, have you ever used it? No. I've only used it one time, but if I use it again, it'll be... So I'm going to say no. Okay. When you use a sewing machine, it's a set speed that it moves at mm-hmm. for the repercussions on up and down. Mm-hmm. You can pull it through it. It ain't going to run no faster mm-hmm. or it ain't going to move more faster than it's already projected to run. Right. Mm-hmm. So I move slow. I, I already do a bunch of layers when I tattoo. Mm-hmm. So I pack color at a low, slow speed. I want to feel that progression of the color moving in and out the skin. It's like yeah. Taburi, like Japanese. Facts. When I do black and gray, I run black or gray at a higher voltage because my right, hand right. speed is going to be so much quicker. It ain't all, exactly. it ain't so much about volts. It's volts versus hand speed. Exactly. So mm-hmm. if you got a water hit machine yeah. that requires less pressure from you, then when you got a higher vote, that's more secessions of the skin hidden. So when you're doing black and gray, when you run up the votes a little bit and you move quicker, you will get a more stretched out granule shade mm-hmm. rather than if you run at a slow speed, you'll start to notice that pepper right. going on to it. Exactly. When you combine that with knowing the taper of needles and then the gauges of the needles a lot of people be like my black and gray is not smooth but then you run it on a low speed to where it's giving more hang time into the skin Mm -hmm. allowing more ink to be punctured in rather than if you were moving at a higher speed with a smaller gauge needle with a shorter taper so you can actually move and and feather and see those granule shades start building up Mm -hmm. when you be when you be doing like black and gray you got to understand that the shades got to saturate and show in the skin. So you have to, that's why black and gray artists move super slow so they can see all the shades actually build up. And when you do color, and I'm going to tell y'all the flip side between color and black and gray, when you do color, color is literally doing color. It's like painting. And you, tattoo artists that do color move a certain speed because it has to dry. It ain't like black and gray. Black and gray is one of the, black is one of the fastest drying pigments in the color set. But other colors have to get saturated and dry. It's like if you was painting the wall. If the wall was drying, imagine taking a spray bottle and wetting the wall up every 30 minutes. The wall would never dry. And then you wonder why your colors get muddied up or why your colors look don't look super saturated. Why do y'all think Thank the next color. day the tattoo looks amazing? Because it's drying. Mm-hmm. So if you move more diligently while you tattoo and you move softer with less trauma, less trauma, less discharge, mm-hmm. less discharge, less moisture, less moisture, faster drying, then you actually get a more beautiful set and saturated tattoo as you progress on out. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand these concepts, just know with this, when you're doing color, let's say if you make something too red, you can always brush a lighter tone of red or desaturate it with the white to make pink and brush pink over the red and the red will lighten up. But see, with black and gray, if something too black, you can't brush light over it to make it dark. It's already set. So, that's really the main difference. One of the subtle differences in black and gray color mm. is the being able to lighten the contrast when in versus being able to completely control the contrast. So you say um, black and gray is less forgiving than color. No, no, yes. Black and gray is less forgiving than color because once it's too dark, bro, yeah. you got to figure it out. There's mm-hmm. a lot more finesse involved. Like you said, like, yeah, black and gray is finesse for sure. Absolutely. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like color tattoos is the rock is a rock bass guitar, but then black and gray is like a violin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. That's how you yeah. thought. That was, that was some good knowledge shit. Yeah. Um, Bars, y'all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so before we go, bro, like, what's like one, like, one thing you just want to say a tip or something to people listening, man, that whether it's just something you want them to know about you or it's just a tip, uh, yeah, some life person, advice you want to give them. Or something I like how like, you yeah. said sometimes it's good to be a good person. Yeah, just versus being a good person. What's one last bar you could drop on them, bro? Man, how old are you, bro? Uh, thirty-two. Do you know the average man in America lives to be eighty? Yeah, yeah. So you're thirty-two right now, so that means you got approximately a hundred and twenty days left on this earth. You do not have time to be bullshitting. Everybody that's watching this, you don't got time to be bullshitting, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm 34. I got about 100,000 days left on this planet. I do not got time to be bullshitting. Stop waiting until tomorrow, bro. Stop waiting to procrastinate, bro. Go on and pick up that book so you can really enjoy your life, enjoy your knowledge, and understand that you're trying to do something for your lineage. You don't remember your great, 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 great grandparents, but you need to know that if you are going to break the generational curse and actually have some in your Mm -hmm. family, you need to stand up and make sure that your bloodline starts today. For exactly. Learn how to forgive your parents because they was doing the best that they can and heal from that trauma on our parents not being able to give us everything and all the knowledge that we were supposed to have because they was trying their best. And you start with that shit today. Stop bullshit with your time. Start making room for your gifts because your gifts going to make room for you. Start self-investing in yourself and make sure that you, when you leave this earth, you got something that you can pass along to your kids. The best thing you can give your kids is freedom. Work hard for that tree and understand that just because you grew that tree don't mean you probably going to get to enjoy the shade. A lot of people mm. that grow the tree never get to enjoy the shade of the fruits that come from the tree. But it ain't about us. It's about your future lineage. I'm not hustling for me right now. I'm hustling for my, my kids, 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 kids later on down the line mm-hmm. that's going to be happy that you stood up on business and you decided to make them decisions that you want to make today so you can have something that's worth having so your last name can actually mean something so that people can look back at your family tree and you can actually be legendary and realize that this shit started today. I don't care what running your family. When that shit meets you, that don't mean that shit got to keep running bro you can stop all them unhealthy habits right now you can get up right now you can start everything right now you can do tomorrow right now don't wait for the new year to be a new better new me start that shit tomorrow start that shit today start that shit an hour from now and it's just small steps bro very very small don't take the elevator take the stairs don't do the hard don't do the easy way do the hard way Mm -hmm. do the road that's paved man (laughs) well you just ruined it but i got you bro Yeah, man. Well said, well said, bro. Like, that's a that's a real good point, man. Like, I, I love to agree with that one because, like you said, a lot of stuff that we do in the day, we're not going to get to enjoy it. No. Nah. Uh, it's, it's for our future generations. A lot of people don't get that. Like, the sacrifices you paid today is for our sons, for their family, for their family's family, like you Thanks. said. So, don't don't look at it as like, well, shit, ain't, it ain't going to happen in my lifetime, so why? Why try? Why do this? Like, no. Nah, that's it's, selfish. Exactly, man. It's Cause we, you only got one life, so you at least do. If you can't get the the dreams that you wanted in your lifetime, at least set it up so your your future lineage, like you said, can achieve those dreams later. The, the uh, goal, make your life have purpose. The goal is to achieve the most that you can in your lifetime, and wherever you shortstop at, you pass the torch. Exactly, right? Exactly, you pass the torch. The best thing that I given my daughter is freedom. Mm-hmm. She going she gonna to have seven figures when she turns her 18, and it's going to be limitations to being able to touch this money. Right. Yeah. She going to have an 800 credit score, like, 
I'm giving you the one thing I never had, the freedom to find out exactly what the fuck I want to do. Like, rather, if you want to do what I do and tattoo, which is amazing, if you want to play soccer, if you, hell, want to shave your head bald and backpack across Europe, you got the freedom to do that, sweetheart. I work this hard Mm -hmm. to give you the freedom to be able to do what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly, man. Um, Shit. I appreciate you, man, dropping, coming on, dropping this knowledge, man, sure. talking with us. It was it was great episode, man. Oh, yeah, good vibes. Good oh yeah, yeah. If y'all watching, man, y'all, if y'all don't follow him, go ahead, follow him already, man, because he he done dropped a whole bunch of bars. Who for doesn't follow, man? <laughs> right. I n k b y p n u t on all platforms. I'm telling y'all, Christian Mingle, man, book that right. appointment through there for Ain't real. Profile, <laughs> Ain't by peanut on everything, even hey, even on gaming and look. Right, man. <laughs> hey, man, but. Once again, thank you for coming on, man. We see y'all next episode. Peace. All right. Oh, yeah.